This week in our collective heads Wanna put an old rumor to bed Stereotype that you've all heard How we're all just angry video game nerds Most of us have actual jobs Kids and families and cats and dogs, yeah This week in our collective heads This week in our collective heads Welcome to the Speaking Our Collective Heads. I'm Patrick, and I'm here alone today, so I apologize for uh, not being quite as um, awesome as the pair of us usually are. Kevin wasn't able to make it today, but uh, we're still giving you the gaming news like we do every single week, uh, live on Monday, uh, sorry, <laughs> live on Sunday morning, uh, if you want to catch us on Twitch, uh, distributed as a podcast and YouTube and everything else that you like, wherever you should uh, choose to, to listen or view it, uh, either one. Uh, if you haven't already, subscribed to us on on YouTube, follow us at Twiach on Facebook and on Twitter. Ah, coffee. So uh, we start like we do every single week with the backwards compatible games, and the backwards compatible games this uh, uh, this month uh, not too bad. Uh, starting out with Burnout Paradise, which is a fantastic uh, racing game. It's what I would consider a great blend of of over the top racing as well as um, not not accurate accurate but accurate enough that you know you can't you know survive a huge head-on collision and uh, and still finish the race you know like a you know like a Mario Kart style um, game it's not that arcade it's not too uh, sim it's just the right blend over the top not too over the top pretty good stuff uh, also got uh, another game, Rayman Legends, which if you haven't played, do yourself a favor, uh, you need to pick this up. So if you have an Xbox 360, this is now backwards compatible and you can play it. Uh, I've seen this go on sale for uh, pretty darn low uh, anyways. So if you grab it on 360, you can now play it on your Xbox One. I believe this was, um, I can't remember if this was free to play recently. Completely worth your time though. One of the best recent platformers, I'd say, uh, definitely one of the best recent uh, AAA platformers. Um, I'd put you know Shovel Knight and some others in here, uh, but uh, the beauty uh, of the, the graphics in this and the scope, uh, as you can see some of the enemies just getting huge. Uh, it's, it's everything that you love from platforming games and then some. Um, so do yourself a favor and check that out if you haven't already. Uh, and speaking of, uh, of Raymond, uh, so <laughs> Ubisoft is given uh, 30 days of stuff. Uh, so, so far uh, we have the Raymond mobile game, um, which I honestly, I didn't know they had a mobile game. So that's pretty cool. So the Raymond mobile game is out, uh, you know, like I said, Ubisoft's given out uh, uh, 30 days of Christmas. And uh, Ubisoft, that, that one is out already. So if you uh, sign up with an, your Ubisoft account, uh, you need to go to the website, which I'll uh, uh, link in the uh, description. Uh, it'll actually be in our source notes, which we do every single week. Um, so at uh, Ubisoft30days.ubi.com, if, if you uh, want to do that, uh, every single day, it's like an advent calendar, and every single day uh, is another game they're going to give away, or I, I assume it's a game. Uh, it, may, it may be something else, maybe not a game, but some type of giveaway, which I think is really cool, uh, especially for some of these older titles. They know they're not really making a lot of money on, uh, on grabbing those. Um, be even better if they gave away some games that included microtransactions. And I know I'm not, not a big fan of microtransactions, but if you give me a full game that has, uh, you know, a lot to do and microtransactions to 
boost certain aspects of it. I think that's completely uh, reasonable. That's a way to recoup cost uh, for a game that I didn't buy. Uh, if I bought a game full price and then you do that, that's where you have a problem. So I think a lot of people don't like microtransactions. I don't mind it as a different business model. Uh, it's all about um, all about the different business models. If you do uh, free to play, uh, freemium, whatever you want to do, um, just as long as you stick in that category. My problem with, with, with games is if I pay for a AAA game, um, you know, I shouldn't have to pay for microtransactions. MMOs, I do agree, um, they do need a subscription-based model sometimes, which again, I'm, I'm fine with. If you're giving me continuous content, um, that's completely fine. If you're giving me no content, then that's that's where we have uh, you know have some issues. Uh, let's see. So we got a um, some more news for you. So Final Fantasy uh, 15 uh, is coming out Tuesday. Uh, so everyone's pretty excited about it. Um, and there's a huge day one uh, patch that's actually uh, adding new features to the story. The fixing minor bugs adds several features that improve gameplay and greatly enhances overall story. While they're talking about that day one patch. People are posting all kinds of videos of, uh, of bugs uh, within Final Fantasy 15. Um, now I will I will uh, say the the bugs that they are posting. Everyone that I've seen so far uh, has been on preview code. Uh, so this is this is code before the game even launches. This is not the the code that's on the disc. Uh, this is code. You know, it's preview code sent out to specific reviewers to review games, um, and and then get back to the you know be able to review it before the game actually comes out or right when the game comes out. And everyone that I've seen now, and correct me if I'm wrong, everyone that I've seen has been preview code. Here's a glitch right there. For some reason, it you know shot you into the sky, uh, 1,200 feet up or something. Um, thankfully, didn't see uh, didn't see a lot of fall damage there, so that's good. Yeah, so, yeah, this this is not acceptable, um, and what I'm hoping is that day one patch fixes those those bugs. Um, like I said, that's preview code. The person that, uh, that I snagged that video from, uh, they even said in their description preview code. So, we're talking, we're, we're talking basically alpha code at this point, or not alpha, uh, basically beta, uh, open beta code. Um, it's not what's on the disc, and if it is what's on the disc, I'm hoping that day one patch will fix it. They delayed the game specifically so uh, the game wouldn't have these kinds of bugs. Uh, I still see them on there, but uh, the good news is everything that I've heard about this game from people who have been playing this for the past couple weeks in preview code is that the game is not only massive, but uh, the transition between different, uh, different places is just seamless. It's like I talked about with uh, Skyrim and the open wor open cities uh, mod, uh, how Skyrim should have been, where you go up to a city, you uh, click on the gate, it swings open the gates, and you just walk into the city, uh, as opposed to um, it showing the gates open, goes into a cuts a loading scene, and then you go uh, into the city after like a minute. Um, loading scenes have been a huge issue. Um, loading screens have been a huge issue for, um, for games, and I'm really irritated that this is still a thing. Uh, with the processing power that we have now with the PS4 and the uh, the Xbox One, uh, even more now with the PS4 Pro and a little bit more with the S, um, they shouldn't be a thing anymore. Uh, these things are a lot closer to PCs than they've ever been. 
Um, except for when, uh, if you guys remember uh, early, sorry, late 90s and early 2000s where your video game system was as powerful, if not a little bit powerful, than your PC. Um, they're... The loading scenes, loading screens should no longer be a thing. And I was playing a, a WWE 2K17 this week. I picked it up on Black Friday uh, for thirty dollars, uh, and picked up uh, Overwatch for thirty bucks, and uh, a lot of great deals. But I played um, 2K17, and uh, obviously it's a disc, so um, this is Black Friday. Put in the disc. Started playing the game and it said, okay, well, uh, there's a patch. There's an uh, 18 gig patch or whatever. Do you want to continue without it? Well, I'm impatient. So I said, yes, I want to continue without it. Bring me into the game. Uh, first 30 seconds of the... Uh, I should... Hold on, I'm getting, getting ahead of myself. Uh, each screen going through to, to select saying, okay, uh, I want a one-on-one -on -one match. I want to do this, this, this. Set up all the match uh, bits. Uh, and then uh, loading the, the actual match took 45 seconds. Um, I skipped past the, the intros because I just wanted to see how the gameplay was, was, uh, was running. And um, the first 30 seconds or so was relatively smooth. And then it got crazy, crazy choppy. Uh, and then it started, after it got choppy, it started delaying. Uh, delaying to the point where the game was, was unplayable. I mean, we're drop it. It was it was as if the frame rate was dropping down to single digits, um, but the frame rate was fine. It was specifically the character motions were slowing. The entire game was slowing. It wasn't the frame rate. It was the entire game slowing down. So um, a move that would normally take five seconds or four seconds to do uh, took ten seconds, painstakingly waiting, which is even worse when you miss the miss the reversal. Uh, even worse that uh, when it prompts you to do the reversal, um, unfortunately that didn't even pop up uh, during some of the some of that. Uh, the, the day one patch, or not even day one, the week week one or week two patch that uh, came out uh, for that game fixed that issue. But that's completely unacceptable for a brand new game to come out uh, to have that. It didn't fix the loading screens though. Uh, loading screens are still pretty horrendous. Uh, if you go into the My Universe mode or the My Career mode, uh, what that is is um, either you you are booking every single match for Raw or SmackDown or uh, a pay-per-view uh, or your career mode, which is basically your story mode. Uh, going through any of those areas, um, you know, there's these long 30 to 45 second delays, and the hardware, the hardware, it is capable of not, of, of buffering it out and not having to do that. So basically you have uh, game designers who aren't taking advantage of that power, uh, taking advantage of being able to um, to, to preload um, assets and then before you go into the game. Almost everything, I mean, we're talking about a, a wrestling game, almost every single uh, game, almost every single match is going to be in a ring. Uh, you're gonna, in, gonna have an entrance thing beforehand. During that intro movie, that is when it can actually be loading as well. Uh, there's all kinds of time to take advantage of this from a programming aspect, but uh, pro developers aren't doing that yet, and uh, it's really irritating. Um, Overwatch has, is a great example of, of a game that as soon as you jump in, uh, yeah, there's a queue waiting for you to play, uh, but once you've, once you've you know, gotten into a specific game, 
uh, it'll let you kill time by, by playing a little skirmish thing uh, and then actually playing the game. It's a great example of, of giving me something to do while it it's almost giving me a mini game without giving me a mini game uh, before the actual game. And there are a lot of games that uh, need to take advantage of this where just load all you, assets need to be loaded beforehand or loaded during a, a cutscene of some sort. And what that allows is the player to just jump in, have fun, and not have time where, you know, I can eat half of a sandwich while waiting for, for the game to load. That's just completely, completely ridiculous. Um, enough of my rant, though. <laughs> uh, so, uh, in addition to the, that whole thing, um, we got more news for you. <laughs> So uh, Steam sale uh, is on us. Obviously, um, Steam does their Black Friday sales just like everyone else does. Uh, some great stuff on there. But they've also announced the Steam Awards and the categories. Uh, so the Steam Awards uh, have some pretty interesting categories. Pop those up here. Uh, the Test of Time Award, which... Um, uh, another thing before, oops, before I uh, go into these. Um, as I was reading them, I was thinking, I really think that they picked some of their favorite games and said, let's make up an award for that game that we really like and why we really like it, as opposed to having to pick a specific favorite game for a year, because there's so many genres, it's hard to it's hard to balance a lot of these off of each other. How do you um, how do you balance how do you uh, gauge the Dragon Builders game, which is uh, Kevin's playing, absolutely loves? How do you balance that versus Dark Souls? I mean, these are completely different games. Uh, how do you? I mean, honestly, how do you balance? Dark, how do you rate Dark Souls against Battlefield One? Uh, these are completely different games. Uh, that's like saying, "What do you like better, this Corvette or this apartment?" Well, there's a lot of different things that go into those. They're both objects, but um, I really think when they picked these awards, they were specifically picking them to go with a game. So I'm gonna. I would like to to guess some of these at least. The Test of Time Award. Um, so I believe what they're doing with this is specifically on remakes. These are games that, uh, you know, even though uh, the game has been out for a long time, it's still um, stood the test of time. I think this may be maybe a reboot, uh, a remaster. So Skyrim Remaster may be on here. Uh, test of Time is five years afterwards and tons of people are still playing this game. Thousands, I, I saw thousands of people uh, streaming it on, on Twitch this morning. Um, and Twitch is a, is a really cool way to look and see what are people playing? What are people liking? And, um, you know, if, if, it's a, if it's a game that you haven't seen yet, um, it's kind of a cool way to look at that. Uh, so I think that's probably going to be a remaster kind of thing. Uh, I'm not crying. There's something in my eye award. Obviously, this is for something that's um, emotional. Um, so maybe a, a game like uh, Everybody's Gone to the Rapture or something uh, to that effect maybe on there. Um, uh, in previous years, uh, The Last of Us could definitely uh, win this award. Um, just the Just Five More Minutes Award. Um, this is one of my favorites because uh, I, I've said it so many times where you're like, okay, uh, five, five more minutes I'll be able to do this. Um, Kevin did this recently with, um, uh, with Darkest Dungeon. Uh, I was texting me saying, "Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna play this one list, one run, and then I'm going to bed." And then, like 45 minutes later, he said, "Okay, I lied. I'm still up. I did X, Y, and Z." Um, I think this this game has to be a game that 
keeps you going, but it's not a short-term game. Not, no Rocket League-esque game could be on this. this. If they choose one of those, it's going to be dumb because saying just five more minutes on that means that you've actually gone into a new game. And at that point, uh, that kind of negates the, the purpose. Uh, let's go on to the other awards. Uh, the Whoa Dude Award, uh, obviously going to be something you know big, and uh, you know in regards to graphics, in regards to scale, something amazing that in that fashion. Uh, villain most in need of a hug, which I, I think is really cool because to me, villains need to be need to have depth. So I think that's going to go into that. Uh, the game within a game award. So. I don't. This doesn't necessarily have to be a mini game. This could be uh, specifically saying, you know, uh, Final Fantasy. In Final Fantasy, I played uh, Final Fantasy Seven. Uh, I played, um, or I breeded chocobos like crazy, and spent a ton of time doing that to get the best chocobos. So it could be something to that effect, where it's not necessarily a game, uh, but it is something within the game that um, is not the main focus, but it's your focus. Uh, let's see, we also got, uh, I thought this game was cool before it won an award. Uh, this is totally the pretentious hipster uh, award of the uh, of the list. And um, I think it's kind of dumb because they're giving out their own award. So uh, unless this is their way of saying we like something that nobody else is liking, then I think that's really, really pretentious. Uh, best use of a farm animal award. Uh, okay. I mean, this better be something inventive. Um, I, I really don't... Endless Drug Goat Simulator. Um, and then, uh, We Didn't Think of Everything Award. Last one there, We Didn't Think of Everything Award, uh, makes me feel like this is their way of awarding a game that they that, that they liked, but it's missing something. Uh, at least in my opinion. That, that could be a, a nice way to say that. It's like, hey, we didn't think of everything. Uh, I should have given you that option. Maybe something that uh, they they launched and then they forgot. Oh, that's what people like, and then they put it in afterwards. Uh, kind of like Titanfall, um, Titanfall Two. So Titanfall Two could have give this saying, "Hey, we didn't think of everything the first time. We didn't think single player, but that's a different game. Um, more than likely something that that launched that missed a huge feature that people wanted. I'm curious what that would be though. Uh, comment in the uh, in the the web zones and the YouTube's and the Facebooks. What do you think uh, that the um, that those awards would be? I'll post those in a comment. Uh, you can reply to the comment or put your own. Um, what do you think uh, are going to win these awards, or what would you have picked uh, to win those awards uh, on there? Uh, speaking of awards uh, that for uh, for Steam, two games are are removed from game awards. Uh, the AM2R, so AM2R is a, a basically a Metroid uh, Metroid game, you know, fan game basically, uh, which was removed, and I completely understand why. A lot of people, some people were upset with this, uh, and the other uh, one that was removed is a Pokemon Uranium, and uh, these were removed, in my opinion, for for obvious reasons. Um, these are Nintendo fan uh, fan games, and I think that to include these games, as as great as they are, to include these games in uh, the Game Awards, I think uh, is a disservice to the developers who are working on on new IPs, uh, developers who are working on new projects uh, from the ground up. 
and in this case, um, these games are basically, sorry, I had to snag someone's video. Uh, these games are uh, actually, they're, I mean, they're using someone else's, else's intellectual property. Um, this is like giving out a uh, album of the year or best new artist award uh, at the Grammys to someone who did a bunch of cover songs. It's, it's not wrong, but it's just takes away from the people who are putting a lot of hard work uh, into brand new intellectual properties. These games are great though. Don't get me wrong. Uh, the Pokemon uh, Uranium game uh, I played a little bit of and it's very good. I have not played AM2R, uh, but I mean, I, I get it. I understand why uh, these games uh, are not in uh, for the awards. Uh, the other problem is you are uh, Steam, in this case, uh, would be spotlighting a game uh, that is using intellectual property of Nintendo. And Nintendo's very sensitive about their intellectual property. Uh, they're very sensitive about uh, about their intellectual property and about um, about other people using their intellectual property. So I understand why they would want to pull this, um, you know, in a, in, in a way. And I know, understand people are, uh, are upset about it, but I think that's really what, what we're looking at here is we're talking about Steam, who is a digital distributor. Um, giving out awards. Now, I'll play devil's advocate with myself here because I'm the only one here, so I'll play devil's advocate with myself. Um, Steam, at this point, at this juncture, has no contract with Nintendo. They have no business dealings with Nintendo that I'm aware of. So, would they? why would they care? Why would Steam care about Nintendo. Nintendo distributes their own games digitally and the people who made these games don't have anything to do with Nintendo. Uh, so Nintendo could get mad, um, but Nintendo can't really do anything to backlash against Steam unless they have some leverage, and this is not a prediction or anything, but unless they have some leverage in regards to uh, the, the new third parties, uh, if the third parties are really getting behind the new Nintendo Switch and no one wants to, to, to burn any bridges. Uh, at this point. Uh, I think this is almost like a Mexican standoff. Um, so th maybe that's the reason. Um, you know, they're, they're trying to be cordial. I don't know. Um, they're trying to be professional. But I know it still left a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths, but th that's kind of two sides of that story. One side saying they have no reason to, to care and uh, and, you know, who cares about Nintendo? I care about Nintendo. And the the Switch platform is more than likely going to have a digital distribution just through Nintendo like they always do. So Steam shouldn't matter on that. I think it's the third party developers and just them trying to do good business. That's that's, uh, that's what I'm thinking on that. So we got some uh, got some news on uh, Uncharted 4. So Uncharted 4's survival mode. Uh, survival mode uh, for Uncharted 4 is actually a, a a horde mode. I don't know why they, I mean, I get why they called it survival. Um, they should have just called it horde mode because we all know what horde mode is now. We all know what that means. And this is a horde mode, um, which I think is great. Um, I really like the Uncharted um, game. I've not played enough of the multiplayer. So I'm going to have to jump in here and check this out for you guys because I haven't played um, multiplayer in any of the, 
well, Uncharted 2, maybe? I don't know. I've hardly played any Uncharted multiplayer. Um, this looks fun, though. Uh, I mean, you got some... <laughs> Sorry, I have to laugh. That's just crazy and over the top. And I like I like when you're when things are things are over the top like that and cheesy and corny. Um, so you've got basically a horde mode in in Uncharted, which I think is really cool because I think that the the um, the gun and cover kind of aspect on, on Uncharted it's not as good as Gears. Everything is going to be compared to Gears. I'm sorry, but I think that it does a decent job. Uh, in the game, and I think it could be really interesting to see how that that is uh, in a horde mode uh, aspect. Again, haven't played it, so if that's in a previous version, um, let me know in the comments because I didn't know that. Uh, if it is, I'm sure now that I'm saying it, that's probably very obvious that that would have to be in there. <laughs> so we got some more um, Pokemon news for you. I should have grouped that back with uh, Pokemon Uranium, uh, but um, Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon. Uh, Players are getting busted um, uh, in regards to a, a specific bug. The the glitch, it's not really a glitch. Uh, it's it's a bug when people use the PK Hex uh, save editor. So what this is is the save editor that you go and you um, edit your saved game and you go back in. And basically, uh, <laughs> basically, um, the Pokemon company realized that was gonna that that was happening that that was a thing. Uh, and in order to to punish players, uh, they created a bug that only happens when you use that. So it's not really a bug, uh, just punishing cheaters. Which I think it's really cool. It's really cool when you see a company uh, look at it and say, you know, I know that this is, you know, that you're um, that you're cheating. You know, you're cheating. We're gonna poke fun at you. Um, I can't remember the the game. I think it was Deus Ex. That uh, if you had the the uh, pirated version, if you didn't have the day one patch, it gave you an eye patch, which I thought was hilarious. Uh, I, th I think it's cool when developers do that because they say, hey, we know you guys are pirating. Um, knock it off. And then when you show your friends, uh, you know, you can't really show your friends uh, without having to admit it. Um, more Pokemon uh, news, though. We got Ditto, uh, finally. Uh, Ditto shows up in, uh, in Pokemon Go. Um, which a lot of people were uh, were pretty excited about. Ooh, excuse me. Um, honestly, I've I've not been able to get in Pokemon Go for quite a while. Uh, the wife and I played it um, regularly, um, daily, uh, for a long time, and neither one of us have had an urge to to play it in quite a while. Uh, they did uh, add uh, an event that doubles experience points that does last until Wednesday. So if you are still playing Pokemon Go, uh, go for that and uh, and do some uh, do some you know, grinding because it's double experience points. Um, I think that I, I really liked Pokemon Go, but I think they weren't continuing to to give me reasons to play. Um, and it kind of burned me out. Now I do need to play this for I need to play this more to give you guys some feedback because it's what it's what I do. Um, because they also added the nearby feature. Now this only works if you are nearby a Pokestop, but if you are near certain Pokestops, it will say, "Hey, these specific um, Pokemon are near said Pokestop," which is is cool. It only works when you're near a Pokestop, which uh, is slightly unfortunate because to me I really enjoyed walking out to walking in the park or or going to different places and just walking and catching things and the game has seemed to center now 
around the Pokestops more than anything else. Um, and what I don't like about that is the, the randomness. So when the fir game first came out, the nearby function, you could say, oh, this is nearby. Um, how do I, how, where do I find it? And play this game of hot and cold to find the Pokemon that you wanted. I don't know if that was not what they initially planned on for the game, or um, or if they just decided they didn't like it. They wanted the more community aspect of the Pokestops because the Pokestops have been what everyone's resorted to be to use, um, other than someone literally yelling at you, "Hey, come over here! There's a thing." Uh, you know, you go to a Pokestop. Um, there's some some restaurants or uh, Alamo Drafthouse, it's a great theater, uh, and also bar. Uh, has two Pokestops on its porch, so you can sit there and play Pokemon before your movie or order something to eat and play Pokemon. And the problem is that it, it's random. It's the randomness of whatever drops uh, I get. Now you can increase what you're getting with uh, with lure. You can put down lures, you can put down um, incense, and you get more random things coming to you, but they're still random things. And that's my problem. Uh, I, thought, I didn't think the game was essentially packs of Magic the Gathering uh, cards. I thought the game was going to be actually going out and searching for Pokemon. Uh, in this case, it's not going out and searching for Pokemon. It's going to a Pokestop and seeing what shows up. And I think that's a bit of a, a problem for me. I think that's the, the biggest problem that I had. Um, that is it. Is it still is it still fun? Sure. I mean, it's it's repetitive, but it's it is exactly what. Um, yeah, it's exactly the same game as it's been. Uh, now, we're supposed to get... We were supposed to get trading this month. Uh, it was supposed to come out this month. Uh, so there's some, there's more news for you. Uh, Pokemon Go uh, has been pushed to, uh, to uh, December. Allegedly, this is a rumor. Uh, and um, because they said it was supposed to come out in November, the rumor is that it's actually being pushed to December, and it's going to add a bunch of new Pokemon. If that happens, that'll be great. I mean, that's that's what they needed like a month ago, two months ago. These guys have been way too slow in regards to supporting um, their product, which which sucks because they were making so much money on this. Uh, and now, you know, they're they're not going to make near as much as uh, as they were because people are going to people are getting burned out. Your core people are, are getting burned out. Um, Speaking of getting burned out, Minecraft Explorer update is out, um, and I, we talked about this a little bit last time. Uh, got some some more um, uh, some more news for you. I also looked into this a little bit more. It's got some really cool stuff in regards to like a forest dungeon uh, that's in the game. Um, a lot of uh, there's some new uh, and the llamas are actually pack animals, so you can um, you can give them um, you can give them. Uh, uh, chests, as you can see there, they're pulling them. Another cool thing is if you if you lasso one of the llamas, other llamas will will follow, which is great. They create this little caravan because um, you can only lasso one uh, uh, one animal, so that's their their way around it. Uh, I've got some new. They've got some new um, uh, enemies. Uh, so the uh, Elytra, Elytra. Um, where sorry, that's sorry, that's a, that's a glider. There's a new enemies. There's a glider, um, chorus plants, chorus flowers, purple blocks. Uh, this was stuff that you can harvest from the end, uh, which is which is great because um, getting stuff from the end or the uh, the uh, you know the ender is is 
really cool to be able to grab that stuff and then bring it home with you as you can see a little purple block there um, which is great these are these are coming to uh, these have already been on PC and it's coming to console um, and hopefully uh, what what they're trying to do with this is bring console updates quicker uh, usually it comes to PC it comes to console like three months later um, skins were a thing obviously that's that's kind of a third party kind of modding aspect to it um, but there's a lot of uh, enhancements that you know if you weren't playing on a PC people were like well then what are you doing um, I'm hoping that there will be more stuff that comes to the um, the Xbox one edition at least because it's beefy uh, enough to do this uh, that it adds more mod support um, because I think there's a lot of cool modcraft Minecraft mods uh, that that would be really cool in there uh, speaking of mods I'm gonna jump ahead just uh, just a little bit hopefully I remember that I jumped ahead uh, because uh, Saints Row 4 is kind of opening up the uh, uh, the floodgates when it comes to to mods, um, as it says there in the uh, Destructoid uh, link. Um, now Saints Row 4 is is great. Um, I think that I think that a lot of people have been fans of this series. Uh, I've been fans of it for quite a long time, um, and the mods in this uh, in this game I I didn't think about until. Uh, uh, until someone pointed them out to me. There are a lot of really cool mods uh, uh, in uh, No Man's Sky, <laughs> wrong one, in um, in Saints Row uh, that, you know, they'll give you additional companions. They will give you uh, more superpowers. Uh, they could also give you, uh, you know, different, uh, you know, basically spawning different, uh, different things. Uh, I love that because that's, that's, for any wrestling fans out there, you know exactly what that is right there. Um, they're doing a 3D right here. That's the 3D, boom, finishing move. Um, there's a lot of really cool um, mods that are in uh, Saints Row 4. One of the coolest ones to me, which I didn't know existed until I was researching this more, uh, is the Sandbox Plus. So in Sandbox Plus, you get access to every area in the game. Because uh, there's certain areas that are they're basically instanced, uh, where you only get access to a specific scene if you're in a specific part of the story. Uh, you get if it's sandbox plus, you get access to those. Uh, it doesn't have any of the scripting or in, or NPCs, but you can at least go back there. Um, you can also uh, play any cutscenes um, and, and other cool stuff like that. So giving players the ability to do that kind of stuff in a, in a giant open sandbox game that's that over the top uh, I think is great because that lends itself very well with Saints Row 4. Saints Row 4 doesn't care about breaking immersion so it, it's fine. When I play Skyrim I don't like to break immersion. You guys can all you want I don't like to do that. You know there are all kinds of mods where you can you can have a car or there's like uh, there's Robocop um, and I, I don't want to play those in Skyrim. If, if I want to do something like that, I'll play another game. Um, but Saints Row 4, that you know, if a dragon shows up in Saints Row 4, you're going to go, haha, dragon. You're not going to be, your immersion is not going to be broken because it's already based around how over the top the game, you know, the game is and the world is. Um, Saints Row 4, you know, just kind of really uh, putting it out there. Uh, I'm an OG Saints Row fan, okay? So. Saints Row and Saints Row 2 were where it's at for me. Um, Saints Row, the first one, more than anything. Um, but, you know, they, they wanted to go on their own path. They were tired of being called a GTA uh, knockoff, so they went on their own path. And 
I give them props for doing that because otherwise they were doing what GTA did. But so is Mafia. Mafia is good. So I don't know. Uh, additional news: uh, No Man's Sky finally broke their silence. So No Man's Sky has been a huge uh, debacle uh, for a for a long time, uh, and they finally uh, broke their silence. Uh, in regards to uh, the launch of their game. Now, if you guys didn't, uh, if you guys have been in the dark about this, No Man's Sky is an amazing uh, game of exploration and building things, and and it's great, uh, except um, it's not technically uh, what they said was going to happen. So originally, they thought they were um, saying, "Yeah, this game is going to be multiplayer." going to have all this integration and it basically didn't have all of, uh, a lot of the things that people wanted that's my very 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 uh truncated version of uh of what happened with this so i'm trying to get the, the list for you guys i want to show you this is the list because i do this on the fly uh sorry this is um this is the letter from the no man's sky uh developers and i'll, I'll read this to you hello this week, Hello Games will be releasing an update to No Man's Sky. We're calling it the Foundation Update. Because we've added the foundations of base building, uh, and also because this is, put, this is putting in place the foundations for things to come. Detailed patch notes follows, uh, the release will come soon. Uh, coming from five years of intense development immediately after No Man's Sky's release, the, the support team spent, uh, sorry, uh, the team spent six weeks updating the game with seven patches across both platforms. Uh, and I'm, I'm just going to skim through this. I'm sorry. Uh, so uh, in the nine weeks since, uh, our small team has been hard work, hard at work uh, in development, testing, and certifying uh, the foundation update. It won't be the biggest update, but it's the start of something. Uh, the discussion around No Man's Sky since the release has been intense and dramatic. We have been we have been quiet. But we are listening and focused on improving the game that our team loves and feels so passionately about. Positive or negative feedback, you have been you have been heard, and that will truly help make this game, uh, make this a game for everyone. So, obviously they were listening. Um, I'm glad that they did acknowledge this. They should have acknowledged it quite a long time ago. They should have acknowledged it and said, "Hey, we're we're trying. Hey, we're we're working on this. We uh, it, what it, these these features are coming, uh, which is I almost got a hint of that with this um, uh, with, with what the way that they were phrasing that. You know, this is the foundations of things to come. We're listening to what you, what you're wanting. It's almost almost them saying." Uh, hey, we're we know uh, we missed the mark, uh, and and we're gonna try to add those. They didn't say they're trying to add them, but I think it's almost implying uh, that they're gonna try to kind of push forward in that direction, which I think is good. Uh, they need to do that. Uh, they need to um, either either do it with this game or with the next game. That's that's my opinion on it. Uh, honestly, people bought this game thinking it would be a specific product and um, that product needs to be given and it hasn't yet. Um, speaking of new products though, Nintendo Switch, uh, the on the sorry, the price of the Nintendo Switch in UK at least uh, has been not leaked 
but basically multiple sites have come out uh, with with a uh, pre-order and there's a price on there it says uh, it'll be out in 113 days which is about right uh, for where I'm what I'm thinking so 198 pounds 50 so 247 dollars um, which is about what I thought I think I said 250 for a uh, I think I said 250 for the regular I'll have to double check um, 250 for the regular, 300 for the for the pro. I may have said 300, 350. Um, either way, uh, I think that's that's a decent price. So a lot of people are going to say, oh well, the the Xbox One is that much. Well, this is that much. Yeah, this is a compact version of of all of that. Um, this cell phone, so it's an iPhone uh, 6 Plus with a really cool Poe Dameron um, uh, backing on there. So that's six was it uh, six hundred dollars six hundred dollars so that's more than an xbox one that's two xbox ones um and, and a bunch of games but it, but it's tiny and it's not really quite as powerful so all the people who are going to say well that's too expensive for it i disagree we're talking about a jam-packed tight console that's going to have amazing uh, amazing flexibility in regards to playing. The fact that I can play the same game on the go as uh, as in my house is amazing. Um, I mean, heck, if the 3DS had done something like this, uh, it would have been really cool. I was talking to my buddy Redbeard, and he was saying, you know, this is basically the Nintendo Switch is is what uh, is Nintendo giving us what some people thought the Wii U was going to be. You saw the gamepad, you saw it playing on the on the screen, and you thought, cool, I'll be able to take my gamepad elsewhere. And you couldn't. Uh, in this case, you're basically giving all that processing power to uh, you know to what amounts to a little tiny tablet uh, with with the handles next to it. And I think that uh, doing that and adding that flexibility. Uh, as well as making it that compact, yeah, 250 is completely reasonable for that. Uh, I'll pay 250, 300. I'm I'm actually pre-ordering this console. Uh, I I don't usually pre-order consoles um, uh, for a lot of reasons. Uh, I don't usually pre-order them. I usually get them close to launch or get a console close to launch uh, for the generation. Uh, in this case, uh, I'm pre-ordering and. Um, I would say if you guys want to get one, I would pre-order as well because uh, if I, my prediction on this, you're going to have a shortage. Uh, it's not on the scope of the Wii, but it is going to be bonkers trying to get one of these uh, for the first couple months. Um, so I would encourage pre-ordering if this is something that you want to do. Uh, I know Kevin doesn't uh, do pre-ordering uh, like I do. Uh, but in regards to this console, uh, I, I would encourage it. Uh, if, like I said, if this is something you want, there's going to be a shortage in my uh, in my prediction on that, and I'll put that on the website too. So that's a prediction you can you can track. Uh, if you guys didn't know, uh, Twitch.com got all kinds of uh, gaming deals for you, uh, as well as all the links to all of the episodes. Uh, actually, it's links to playlists, so that way you can specifically uh, jump to specific content that you want. So if you want to talk, you want to watch some stuff about gaming, you want to watch some stuff about movies, there's content on there, and it's organized based on uh, what... Uh, you know what, whatever the content is. So if you want to, uh, playlists on YouTube are great. Uh, so if you want to check those out, that's cool. Um, the website links you to the playlists. Uh, there's also a section, the deal, the deal section, and there's a section of the, of our videos. And there's also a 
excuse me. There's also a section specifically on predictions. We love predictions on the show. Uh, we predict things all the time, uh, and we want to keep track of those so that way you guys know we're not um, we're not uh, what's the guy's name? Uh, James Edwards, the the psychic guy that says 70 things and one thing's right, and people are like, yay, he's so accurate. Um, we hold ourselves accountable. Uh, so if we miss something, we get negative. Uh, we get a negative point. We get a point taken away. So right now we're in negative <laughs> territory. Um, sometimes predictions don't happen. Sometimes predictions happen. Um, and sometimes we're right. Sometimes we're wrong. And you know what? Sometimes being wrong is okay. Uh, because sometimes you can be wrong and something else happens that's even better. So nothing wrong with that. So check out the website if you haven't already. There's my little plug for Twiatch.com. Also, twi uh, if you follow Twiatch on uh, Twitter and Facebook, uh, we're giving you all kinds of uh, Cyber Monday deals and all kinds of cool stuff uh, that will help you uh, get better deals. And if there's something you're trying to get and you want to support the show, uh, we are now an Amazon affiliate, which means uh, if we give you a link to a product or if you click our link and buy something else, we will get a little uh, little something-something for that. So that's your way to, to support the show. Uh, if you uh, would like to do so, you can click uh, any of the Amazon links uh, in the any of our descriptions. Uh, so I'll give you one right now to, to Overwatch will be uh, in the uh, in the comments section, or sorry, in the description, because uh, Overwatch is great. So uh, if you've gotten this far on the video, type Overwatch rocks in the uh, in the comments so I know where you are. Um, so back on to, uh, to more gaming stuff as I uh, completely rant out of everything. So um, the new game, Inside, uh, which, I don't know, is it Inside Out? Ah, see what I did there? Inside Out. Um, the new game, Inside, is dropping uh, piracy protection, uh, which, you know, is basically dropping it via a patch. Uh, this is the Denuvo uh, anti-piracy uh, patch, uh, or anti-piracy system, um, which is really cool. Uh, for in regards to uh, in regards to piracy, if you don't like piracy, um, so it's dropping that via patch. I didn't even realize this game was out. Honestly, uh, Inside came out in June. Uh, it was kind of confusing to me because I was like, "Wait, what do you, what do you mean?" And um, I think that for a smaller developer, I think that um, I, I don't like DRM. I really don't. Uh, but I know that as a smaller developer, they're trying to protect themselves. They're trying to protect their IP. They're trying to recoup costs. They're trying to feed their families. Um, and piracy is wrong in any case. Piracy, piracy is stealing. Uh, when you are, in, in, a, in a sense, you are playing something without paying the money for it. And tech, now technically, when digital distribution, you are not taking product for them. You're not taking... Um, I'm going a little, little rant about piracy here. So, uh, on one hand, and piracy, um, and, and, and piracy is wrong. Don't get me wrong. Piracy is wrong. But uh, on one hand, you are you are taking product without paying for it. Uh, and on the other hand, uh, you are not paying for something that costs them nothing to distribute. That distribute part is the most important uh, aspect of that. If you go to a movie theater you pay to watch the movie, yes, your money is going to, to the to developers, to the, to the filmmakers in this case. Uh, your movie is going to, to the, the cinema that you're watching it in. Uh, and the movie is going to uh, 
basically support distribution of getting that movie to the theater and uh, the, the network and involved in that. If you're buying a game, a physical product, uh, like I said, Black Friday, got my WWE game, got Overwatch, got Ratchet & Clank 2. Very happy about that. Got it for uh, 15 bucks, uh, $14 something. Um, when you're doing that, uh, you are paying the um, store because they make, a, they make money. You are paying... Uh, for the cost of the product to make to physically burn the CD to to print up the uh, any of the inserts to uh, to manufacture the disc um, holder thingy you know what I'm talking about the game case yeah so all of that you're paying to get it shipped to the store all of this goes into making the product and then on the side of that is the development cost of actually making it. So, yes, piracy is stealing. Uh, you, but in fact, you're you're stealing. You're stealing just as much from from the the storefronts and the uh, people who uh, the shipping, uh, FedEx, any of those people who make money off of that. But that's if you're straight up stealing the product from a store. If you're stealing it digitally, you're not stealing it from any of those people. Uh, you're stealing it directly from the people who made it. Now, you're not taking you're you're not taking literally money or product from them because this is digital. It's all copied. Uh, that's when that's the thing that computers do best. The things that computers do all the time without you thinking about it, it is copying constantly. My computer right now is copying ridiculous amounts of data over and over and over to broadcast this uh, live, uh, to record this in audio and video. Um, that's what computers do. You cannot lock a computer away from copying. That's its most basic function. But people need to, <laughs> you need to eat. So you are stealing from the developer, but you're not stealing directly money. You're, you're, you are not giving them money. You should give them money for uh, the product that you're that you're playing. That's the biggest problem, and I think a lot of people justify it because uh, because they go, okay, well, I'm not I'm not stealing. Um, I mean, this is just out on the internet, and I just happen to download it. Well, you're not stealing, but if this is a game that you really enjoy, then you should be paying for it. You should be supporting the developer, uh, and we say that a lot on this show because there are a lot of developers who aren't getting the love that they need, and especially for smaller developers. Um, that means a lot. So go support those developers, uh, and whether it's digital or physical distribution, whatever it is, uh, that really, really matters. Um, uh, like I said, I was doing a little two sides here. Triple um, A games. I will not say go pirate them. Um, I would not say that. I say find other ways. Um, if it's not a game, if it's a game you want to try and it is not something you think that you're going to love, it's not something you want in your collection, find other ways to play it without paying full price. What does that mean? Redbox. Um, Redbox is a great example of this. Uh, find a local store that lets you rent a game. You're giving money to the local store. Uh, you can play the game. You can give it back. Um, Redbox is, I think, uh, is it $3 or $4 uh, a night for a video game. It's great if you want to play Call of Duty. Grab it in the morning, play play through it, and Saturday afternoon, drop it off, and, and you've only you've you've made sure you don't pay any late fees on it. Uh, GameFly is another great exa great uh, great way to do that. Um, this is a way that you can support 
uh, you can support businesses and you can play those games that you want without having to pay full price and without having to um, you know, feel the sting uh, of paying $60 for a game that you really don't like. GameStop uh, does some really good trade-in deals uh, every now and then. A lot of people give them give them flack. They're they're making they're having to do a business though. They're having to make money somehow in this business. Um, GameStop has some uh, has a policy. Don't quote me correct. Don't quote me completely on this. Uh, Redbeard can can come on here and, and talk about it uh, next time hopefully. Um, but uh, GameStop has a uh, deal for used games for a return policy, no questions asked return policy. Uh, I would not say milk that, but um, I would say if it's something you're you're not sure if you really want it, um, you could you could try that out. Um, and uh, again, I'll have him on here. I'm not saying to do that and just do that and keep keep returning games and try to use them as a rental store. I'm just saying if it's a game that you're not sure about. Uh, and you can grab it used, uh, try it out, and if you like it, keep it. And if you don't, you could return it. Uh, I think they have a five days, uh, five day policy. Their uh, studio movie, sorry, wrong one, uh, movie trading company um, has uh, some. At least some of the locations have rental systems as well. So there are ways out there to do that kind of thing without actually stealing. And I would encourage you guys to do that because um, this is product that's already out there. If it's a used disc, it's a way for you to play the disc, give some money to a local business without pirating online, um, and which which is illegal. It's a, it's a big problem. So I would encourage you to do that. Do things other than uh, pirate if you can. There are other ways um, other than that to uh, you know to re <laughs> to be able to uh, play your games without paying a lot of money and not feel uh, dirty for, for giving a lot of money over to uh, Activision, whoever you don't like, Ubisoft, whatever developer, whatever you don't like. Okay, enough of that rant. <laughs> okay, uh, on, to, on to other news as I keep ranting on here. Uh, glad I could fill some time out for you guys, though. Um, we also got uh, Lego Undercovers coming to Xbox One and PS4. Um, this is Lego City Undercover, um, which is... I, if I'm not mistaken, Lego City is the sequel to. Hold on, it's supposed to be playing. Which I'm not, if I'm not mistaken, Lego City is a, is a sequel to uh, Lego. Uh, Lego City Undercover is a sequel to Lego City. I can't remember. Um, but e either way, this game is coming to PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. That's right, this game is coming to Switch, which is great because this game is fun. I love all of the LEGO games, absolutely love them. I'm glad this game's coming to PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, this game was on Wii U, like I've, we've said countless times, the Wii U is a great console that not enough people put games on. It's a fantastic console, it's a great family console. It's a great console um, for, for casual gaming, it's a great console, uh, as, sh as showing right there, the, the ability to use that gamepad to to show uh, your your map and show all kinds of other things on there. Uh, this is obviously the Wii U trailer for it. Um, it's a great console, and I'm glad that some of these games are coming out to uh, other consoles. Like uh, we got with with Zombie uh, Zombie U, as it was called when it was on Wii U, and that game came out to other developer uh, other uh, consoles as well. I'm glad that this one's coming out to other consoles because this game needs more love. The Lego games have. Uh, have been a great, um, a great uh, entry into to modern gaming, 
and I'm glad this is going to those those consoles. Uh, I actually read a recent article talking about uh, the the developer for for the Lego games. They were talking about uh, these guys started making Lego games. I think it was the Indiana Jones one was the first one. Um, I can't remember honestly, uh, as I'm kind of ranting about this and not researching. Uh, Lego Indiana Jones. Uh, they, they didn't expect it to take off like it did. Uh, and they started doing Star Wars and they're doing other properties. And they did not expect it. And now the the developer basically, uh, it's Traveler's Tales, if I'm not mistaken, uh, all they do is just make Lego games constantly, um, which I kind of feel bad. Uh, at the same, uh, same time, it's a paycheck. Uh, it's a good paycheck. It's a steady paycheck and stuff keeps coming along. And your 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 games almost write themselves for you, at least when it comes to the cinematics. Uh, the gameplay is relatively the same. You don't have to advance it too much. Advance it just a little bit, tweak it a little bit for different properties. Um, but the, it's a great uh, platform, uh, and uh, has rejuvenated uh, Legos uh, in regards to uh, the physical Lego product, which never needed a huge boost um, to begin with. Uh, but um, correct me if I'm wrong on, uh, like I said, on twi tweet at me or whatever. Uh, I don't remember Legos being a as big of a deal having their own stores like this before uh, the Lego games. I think it's a great pack-in uh, deal. Uh, Lego Dimensions is a great example of that as well. I'm going to link to Lego Dimensions uh, Amazon affiliate on the bottom as well uh, if you want to uh, to pick that up. There's some good deals on that. As I'm recording this, uh, there's some really good deals on, uh, on Lego Dimensions. Uh, like I said, all of that does help us uh, if you want to get that. But anyways, uh, I think that uh, it's a great way to cross-market. Uh, and Lego is great at giving you a miniature Lego version of whatever property. Marvel, um, Star Wars, Harry Potter. <coughs> I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um, there is something in there for everyone. And I, I bring my nephew over to the Lego store for, uh, they have um, these like, before the store actually opens, they have these uh, build, um, I can't remember what they're called. Little, little like build a Lego club. That's what it is. Lego club. Um, and they basically are given these little packs and they can build, they build a little toy uh, as they're waiting. Um, they build a small thing that maybe takes, I don't know, 10 minutes or so, five, if you're, if you're really good. And then afterwards they go, okay, well you, you built this, uh, this frog. And they talk about, you know, rainforest frogs and kind of teach you a little bit or, or school buses teach you a little bit about school buses, give you some really cool facts about school buses. How many buses, bus people around every single day and, and then they say okay well you built a school bus so um now you get to build something to for your school bus to you know, uh for your school bus this could be a place to, for your school bus to go it could be a school bus uh, it could be a school for the school bus it could be a depot or a garage uh you build whatever you want and they go over to the lego wall and they grab whatever legos that they want out of the lego wall and they build the thing and then they show it off to people, which is really cool because one, you get a bunch of Legos, uh, and and two, um, kind of sparks that creativity, which I think is really important for kids. And I think that um, uh, a lot when it comes to to video games, uh, as much as I love video games, uh, it can really pigeonhole you into not understanding um, problem solving and troubleshooting uh, and 
you know, different uh, aspects of, of, of when we were building stuff uh, for the, the Lego store. Um, so we were building, excuse me, um, uh, we were building different things and he was having problems getting the structure to work the right way and not collapse. So uh, he had to, to work on that. And it's really cool problem solving as well as, uh, uh, as, well as engineering. So it was really cool to see that. Um, and that's why I love Legos. <laughs> Um, additional news as we uh, we kind of wrap it up. Uh, Walking Dead season uh, season three uh, for the Telltale uh, game uh, is uh, is being released on uh, December twentieth. As you see, the cinema <laughs> mode here couldn't get that uh, to be the right aspect ratio, but that's okay. So episode one of season three's walking dead by telltale it's coming out december 20th just in time for christmas you can watch some zombies um i it okay i mean I, it's it's coming out i'm glad that i'm glad that people are getting it um to, i actually really enjoy the telltale games i'm looking forward to the to the um guardians of the galaxy game more than anything else I'm going to be finishing up the Batman game. I'm thinking about streaming that for you guys. Let me know if, in the comments if you want me to stream. Or tweet to Tweach and let me know if you want to uh, stream if you're listening to our podcast. Um, by the way, for our podcast listeners, we absolutely love you. Um, we're actually getting more podcast listens than we are YouTube, vid YouTube views. And I think that's great. It's really hard for me to gauge how many people are listening on, on a podcast, though. Uh, what I can see is how many people have, have downloaded I can see how many people have have streamed it on on SoundCloud and, and other ways, um, but I don't I don't have as as, as easy a way to interact with you guys as, as YouTube. Uh, so I apologize when I talk a lot about about YouTube and subscribing there. Please do subscribe there uh, as well, though even if you're not a a, uh, a YouTuber, uh, please go onto our YouTube channel and subscribe. That way I know I can get a kind of gauge how many people are out there i would encourage you guys to check out uh if you do subscribe you can check out uh, some of our movie stuff and other stuff that's not on the podcast um but also this is what i'm really getting at i'm going to try to give you podcast people more love because you guys are awesome uh you guys listen more consistently than anybody else at least that's what it seems like but i don't have a good way to 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 give that kind of metric um so for the podcast people um, tweet, tweet at us and let us know if you listen to us on the podcast, uh, and, uh, and if, and if you have not, um, subscribed or, uh, or if you're not on Twitter, uh, we're also on Facebook, uh, send us a little, send us a, uh, or send us a little message, you know, and say, uh, what you like about our show, what you think we could do better, um, and, and all that kind of stuff. I, I, I really encourage that feedback because, I want to give a better product to you guys. I've jokingly said quite a few times, I try to give you the best product on the web ever. Uh, obviously that's not gonna happen, but I really wanna make sure that I give you a really good product that you wanna keep coming back, come back and listening to or seeing if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, let us know what we can do to, to, uh, to improve. Uh, let us know if there's specific things you want us to talk about that we don't talk about enough. We try to get more consoles and gaming and PCs and everything. Um, we're doing, uh, I'm doing movie reviews on the show is on, uh, on the YouTube channel. Uh, but let me know if there's something specifically on, and if you're a podcast listener, if there's something on YouTube that you wish was on the, uh, on the show, uh, that we haven't included. I uh, really want to make sure you guys are all included on this uh, and no one feels left out. Check out the website, check out our Facebook, and, uh, and let us know uh, what we could do best. Uh, and if you've gotten this far, 
just send a tweet that says pizza rolls, and then I know how far you got. I'll see you guys later. <laughs>